0: Welcome to Immerse Poets, reading for week 3, day 11.
1: Immersed in Lamentations In 587 B.C., the city of Jerusalem was attacked and overrun by the Babylonians. The great temple of Solomon was utterly destroyed, and most of the population was either killed or taken captive. A few poor stragglers were left behind in the rubble. It was an event that shook the people of God to their core because their suffering and loss was immense. But the disaster also raised larger questions about God's relationship to His people and the future of their story together. If God's people are now scattered and God's chosen place of worship demolished, How can his work in the world go forward? The book of Lamentations speaks to the experience of God's people while still in the midst of deep suffering, in contrast to many laments in Psalms that conclude with words of hope or thanksgiving. Its five poems are set in what's left of the city of Jerusalem after its destruction. Tradition identifies the prophet Jeremiah as the author of these poems, though the book itself does not identify who wrote them. God's enemies have triumphed over God's people, who are now suffering atrocities and deprivations that can barely be described. All of this raises serious questions about God Himself. Where is the God known in Psalms as our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble? The subject matter is so difficult to handle that the poems and Lamentations are among the most tightly arranged in the Bible. It's as if only an orderly structure can hold the sorrow, doubt, and despair together long enough to be offered to God as a desperate prayer. Most of these poems are acrostics, meaning that their stanzas begin with the 22 consecutive letters of the Hebrew alphabet. The stanzas have three lines each, and in the third poem each individual line begins with the same letter, as the pattern tightens to the extreme. But after that, the pattern doesn't hold together. The fourth poem has two-line stanzas, with the acrostic sequence followed only in the first line of each stanza, and the final poem consists of twenty-two single lines from which the acrostic pattern disappears completely, as if the power of the poet to speak order into the situation fades in the face of its enormity, and the only remaining response is silence. But deep in the heart of lamentations, the seed of something new is planted, something that speaks of hope and renewal— even in the face of utter loss. The five songs are all laments that unrelentingly recount the details of the disaster. But right in the center of the central song, we find words of hope, an as-yet-unseen faithfulness, and an as-yet-unknown compassion. No one is abandoned forever, it says, for God will show His mercy and unfailing love. We need these hard words of pain and unimaginable suffering in our Bible. Words that we choke on and can barely speak. Words that drift off into silence. This confirms that the Scriptures confront the most difficult realities we know. But we are also offered words of a deeper hope. An enduring faith by which we ultimately throw ourselves completely on God Himself. In this broken world, we have not yet seen these words come to their complete fruition, but we are looking for the coming of something new, something as yet unknown, the restoration of all things.
0: The Book of Lamentations Jerusalem, once so full of people, is now deserted. She who was once great among the nations now sits alone like a widow. Once the queen of all the earth, she is now a slave. She sobs through the night. Tears stream down her cheeks. Among all her lovers, there is no one left to comfort her. All her friends have betrayed her and become her enemies. Judah has been led away into captivity, oppressed with cruel slavery. She lives among foreign nations and has no place of rest. Her enemies have chased her down, and she has nowhere to turn. The roads to Jerusalem are in mourning, for crowds no longer come to celebrate the festivals. The city gates are silent, her priests groan, her young women are crying. How bitter is her fate! Her oppressors have become her masters, and her enemies prosper. For the Lord has punished Jerusalem for her many sins. Her children have been captured and taken away to distant lands. All the majesty of beautiful Jerusalem has been stripped away. Her princes are like starving deer searching for pasture. They are too weak to run from the pursuing enemy. In the midst of her sadness and wandering, Jerusalem remembers her ancient splendor. But now she has fallen to her enemy, and there is no one to help her. Her enemies struck her down and laughed as she fell. Jerusalem has sinned greatly, so she has been tossed away like a filthy rag. All who once honored her now despise her, for they have seen her stripped naked and humiliated. All she can do is groan and hide her face. She defiled herself with immorality and gave no thought to her future. Now she lies in the gutter with no one to lift her out. Lord, see my misery, she cries. The enemy has triumphed. The enemy has plundered her completely, taking every precious thing she owns. She has seen foreigners violate her sacred temple, the place the Lord had forbidden them to enter. Her people groan as they search for bread. They have sold their treasures for food to stay alive. O Lord, look, she mourns, and see how I am despised. Does it mean nothing to you, all you who pass by? Look around and see if there is any suffering like mine, which the Lord brought on me when He erupted in fierce anger. He has sent fire from heaven that burns in my bones. He has placed a trap in my path and turned me back. He has left me devastated, racked with sickness all day long. He wove my sins into ropes to hitch me to a yoke of captivity. The Lord sapped my strength and turned me over to my enemies. I am helpless in their hands. The Lord has treated my mighty men with contempt. At His command, a great army has come to crush my young warriors. The Lord has trampled His beloved city like grapes are trampled in a winepress. For all these things I weep. Tears flow down my cheeks. No one is here to comfort me. Any who might encourage me are far away. My children have no future, for the enemy has conquered us. Jerusalem reaches out for help, but no one comforts her. Regarding His people Israel, the Lord has said, Let their neighbors be their enemies. Let them be thrown away like a filthy rag. The Lord is right, Jerusalem says, for I rebelled against Him. Listen, people everywhere, look upon my anguish and despair for my sons and daughters have been taken captive to distant lands. I begged my allies for help, but they betrayed me. My priests and leaders starved to death in the city, even as they searched for food to save their lives. Lord, see my anguish. My heart is broken and my soul despairs, for I have rebelled against you. In the streets the sword kills, and at home there is only death. Others heard my groans, but no one turned to comfort me. When my enemies heard about my troubles, they were happy to see what you had done. Oh, bring the day you promised, when they will suffer as I have suffered. Look at all their evil deeds, Lord. Punish them as you have punished me for all my sins. My groans are many, and I am sick at heart. This concludes today's Immerse Reading Experience.